Hey folks, good morning. This is Brian Bledsoe, host of your Desert Farmer podcast. It's been a couple of weeks since we've chatted, uh, been busy traveling and uh, giving folks some long-range forecast information at various speaking engagements and whatnot. So I'm apologizing for not getting back to you sooner uh, in this forum. But uh, here we are the day before Thanksgiving. I'm looking outside, lots of sunshine. we got temperatures in the 60s, even close to 70 degrees across eastern Colorado, western Kansas, southwest Nebraska, the Pan handles of Oklahoma and Texas and uh, you know just a great day great weather ahead of some pretty significant weather changes uh, that I wanted to address with you today so today obviously we have the great day that's going on out there right now your Thanksgiving obviously temperatures are going to be cooler I think the clouds are going to increase and then by tomorrow night we're going to start to see some snow materialize along the front range of uh, Colorado southeast Wyoming looks to get some good snow out of this and then that initial wave will kind of spread its way eastward out over the eastern Colorado Plains into far western Kansas during the day on Friday. And then that event kind of winds down and we wait for a second piece of energy to kind of rotate through the trough and eject out of the Rockies. And that one's actually going to give some decent moisture in the form of snow largely across a large part of Kansas, even north central Oklahoma. And if you come back into the Panhandle region, there will be some snow in there too, maybe even mixing with a little bit of rain and some ice at times uh, across that part of the area. So this storm system that's moving through, it isn't going to come all the way through in one consolidated piece. It's going to come through in two separate pieces of energy, uh, which sometimes can kind of mess things up in terms of who sees what out of this deal instead of something nice and consolidated coming out. But the thing that I want to draw your attention to is this is the same exact pattern change that I was alluding to about three weeks ago uh, that is right now coming to fruition uh, with a very sharp dose of winter that's going to make its way southward through the plains and change things up from what we've been seeing around here as of late. So uh, in terms of actual snowfall amounts with this, look, they're going to vary widely across the region. But the thing that I'm encouraged about is not necessarily, uh, not necessarily high-end snow amounts with this, but that it's going to be spread out over a fairly wide area across eastern Colorado, uh, southwest Nebraska, across a large chunk of Kansas, especially west central Kansas, and then uh, including some parts of the Panhandle region. So uh, I know some of you have been obviously wanting some moisture. Others have been winding up harvest and have kind of wanted that delayed a little bit. So here we are positioning ourselves that a lot of us are completely done with harvest. We're looking for some moisture, maybe put some snow on that winter wheat that's out there uh, that would obviously do it a lot of good. So that's kind of what I'm hoping is going to come to fruition out of this whole pattern change, where some of these snow fall amounts could range as little as maybe a couple of inches to, I've seen some bullseyes across parts of Kansas that are ranging anywhere from six to eight inches out of this deal and maybe even some that get a little bit higher depending on somehow uh, how some of these bands uh, shake out that's especially true with that second piece of energy that comes out uh, very late Friday night and mainly during the day on Saturday. Now, beyond that, I think we revert back to some quieter weather, uh, especially as we head toward next week. So if you get some moisture out of this deal, uh, obviously that is a, uh, a good thing, but I think a lot of us are going to. And if nothing else, it's going to be sharply colder. Temperatures are going to be, you know, probably not making it out of the teens and 20s across eastern Colorado and western Kansas there for a couple of days. And then farther south through the Panhandle, 
Panhandle region, uh, you know, temperatures probably not going to make it out of the 30s and even some low 40s. So as I said, in stark contrast to what we've been dealing with uh, around here as of late. So that's kind of the front end of what I was talking about, uh, you know, with this pattern change. The second part of it is that as we progress deeper uh, into the upcoming month, and by upcoming month, I'm talking about December specifically, there are still some things that I really like in the overall weather pattern uh, is shaping up going forward that's going to continue to make things fairly wintry, in my opinion. Now, again, I know it probably isn't going to come all at once through all this, but if you look at some of the uh, overall computer model information um, within this forecast over the next, uh, you know, really several weeks, there are a lot of things to like. If you're if you're a fan of winter weather and you are needing some moisture throughout the course of the next month or so, we're going to position ourselves to be in a pretty good spot to not only see periods of cold weather coming through, but not only that, but just active weather coming through in terms of wintry type weather coming through. And uh, some of the longer range models that I've been looking at paint a pretty good swath of colder than average temperatures existing across eastern Wyoming, southern Nebraska, most of Kansas and eastern Colorado, and really across the southern tier of the country. And that's kind of a hallmark weather pattern of the El Nino situation that we are in right now. Now, uh, a lot of folks have been talking about this El Nino for a while and is, is something that I've been talking about now for quite some time, uh, it, to put it into kind of simple terms. Remember, the El Nino sets the table, okay? You need something else to deliver the meal to the table. And that something else, in many cases, is the MJO, or the Madden Julian Oscillation. As it makes its way through different phases, uh, it can obviously be beneficial to us in terms of moisture, and sometimes it can dry things out. But the way the deck is stacked right now, especially as we head into December, and you know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know I've been talking a lot about December, uh, really for the past few months on this deal, that the MJO positions itself in a way to be fairly active across the midsection of the country, really uh, especially once you get south of I-80. Farther north, I do think that there will be some opportunities, but I think the northern plains, parts of the northern Rockies and the upper Midwest are probably going to end up a little bit too far to the north to be really in a, in a position to be benefited by the wintry pattern that's going to take place. So there are two things that I'm looking at here uh, in terms of moisture and temperature combinations that could possibly lead themselves to be um, a pretty, pretty wintry type setup. Uh, especially across the western high plains. The farther east you get, there may be some struggles, but really, if you live over southwest Nebraska, eastern Colorado, western Kansas, down in the Panhandle region, and back to the Front Range, that's the area that I think will probably be the most active going forward that I think we need to be at least paying attention to in terms of winter weather. And some of that winter weather could be potentially significant. And by significant, I mean there will be some times where we come through here with a more consolidated storm system where we have wind to go along with that snow. We have bitterly cold temperatures to go along with that. And part of that bitterly cold air uh, is to put some snow on the ground and be able to keep it there so that air that comes southward from Canada can actually stay refrigerated long enough to at least be impactful by the time it gets there. So uh, as I've been saying, when I've been going to these speaking engagements, I was in uh, Colby, Kansas, Burlington, Colorado, and in Grainville, Kansas last week. And one of my main messages is a lot of folks forget that it can still winter here in the Plains. And when we see a wintry pattern sets up that uh, set up that's persistent 
and long lasting, uh, it can be somewhat of a shock to some folks because a lot of times over the past several years, we've had winters that were a little bit more moderate. We would have some winter, yes, but it wouldn't necessarily be sustained for an extended period of time. And I know some of you folks last winter did see some of that, especially across northeast Colorado and uh, southwest Nebraska. So uh, I'm looking for a pattern to be a little bit more widespread in nature versus something like that. And by widespread, I mean coming farther to the south across parts of Kansas, the Panhandle region, and obviously in the northern portions of Oklahoma uh, in those areas. So uh, if you're looking for winter weather, that's possibly some good news for you uh, going forward. I didn't want to take up a whole lot of time to your day because I know, uh, you know, some of you folks are still, you may be traveling, you may be getting things ready for some early Thanksgiving, you may be getting ready for Thanksgiving tomorrow. But the final message that I want to leave you with is that I just feel incredibly blessed this year. And uh, one of the main reasons is to know each and every one of you have your personal interactions with me, not only in this platform, but also on Twitter which is obviously now X or whatever you want to call it, uh, or also the fine folks that I do work for, uh, you know, in, in the desert farming environment and in the desert farming culture. So I'm very blessed to know you folks. And I've had a very good year. And I know some of the year, uh, some of the, the periods of this past year have been exceptionally rough and harsh in terms of weather. So I know it's been a struggle for some, but in terms of the dryness and the droughts that we've seen over the past, often on two to three years, at least there was some, some hope and there were some reasons of hope. And I was, I was driving across Eastern Colorado and Western Kansas last week to see some of that winter wheat that's up out there that hasn't been up for the past two and a half to three years. That was at least a step in the right direction. And if nothing else, I hope that that offers you a little bit of hope and uh, happiness as we wrap up this year and as we head into 2024. And I'll, always, I'll obviously be back with you here probably next week to talk more about what lies ahead as we roll into December. Uh, but uh, I just wanted to reach out to you today ahead of the storm system that's moving in uh, to say that that's one of the reasons that I've been optimistic about this pattern. This is one of the things that I've been talking about, and I hope that you've been listening. I hope you've been able to prepare for it, and I hope that it comes to fruition in your neighborhood so you get some significant snow and start that moisture source going forward as we wrap up 2023 and head into 2024. From my family to yours, I wish you a very happy Thanksgiving, and we'll be chatting with you again soon right here on the Desert Farmer Podcast. Be well.